last 10 years. Last 10 years. Let's say from 63 to 73. The era. He didn't receive any letters from him or any postcards. He didn't receive any idea whether he's alive, dead. Doesn't know anything about him for the last 10 years. And before the 10 years, he used to receive from him regularly. worried about the welfare of his brother. He doesn't know if he's alive or dead. He gets to Rabbi Grossman. His name is... Most people don't know who he is. It's in the south of Rabbi. He asked him... To find out... Whatever he can about the brother. His balabas gave him the last letter that he received from his brother. Over there it says the name, the address, and the fact that he has the letter will help him, if the guy's alive, to get entrance to him, and he should know that it's a, he's a shliach from his brother. People are afraid to speak openly to guests from the United States, dignitaries from the United States, because they might be harassed afterwards. Kids of the Rovers mask him that he'll do it, they'll the Rav himself said that the reason why he was masking is not because he was so masking to do such a chesed, because it's a pain in the neck. He's going to a strange land for a couple of weeks. But this kid was a big veer, and he figured if we'll do him a taiva, we'll be able to get a taiva back from him to talk of or whatever. The Rav traveled to Russia with another person, and they went to the address mentioned on this letter that was sent from Russia to the United States 10 years ago. The place where they went to, the address, was like a project of workers. Factory workers had uh, uh, inexpensive apartments in the form of a project. Not rich people. Anyway, he went to the door of the brother and he knocked on the uh, he knocked on the door and on the door the name of the brother so obviously he's still alive but no one answered the door no chance no one answered the door he felt this was not Mamish in the place where he was staying this was not Mamish in Moscow so uh, he had to take a a trip in order to get to this place. Now that he's here, see, they can't accomplish anything. They wasted a day. So, uh, so he figured he'll knock on the uh, on the neighbor's door at least to find out a little bit of what's with the So at least he can come back to the Balabas and the shul and tell him a little bit about his brother that he'll find out from the neighbor. He knocks on a neighbor's door, and uh, he took a chance, and asked asked if she was Jewish. He said she was Jewish, and he spoke to her in Yiddish. He didn't know Russian, he spoke to her in Yiddish. And he said to her, do you know who lives next to you? Do you know your neighbor? She said, yeah, I know who he is. 
You never did. He says, I can't believe that what you're telling me is true. Well, the host of he showed him some riots that he's a rov, and he took out the letter. He took out the letter that he himself sent to his brother ten years ago. So Shem, so Tzamin, with the fact that he showed that he's a rabbi, and he has the letter. So he went to the building where his apartment is, and and he said to him that you have to tiptoe Can't make any noise. No one should know that we're going into the building. They tiptoed into the apartment that he was knocking on before, and no one answered before. They open the door, there's someone there. His wife is there. Obviously, she didn't answer the door. She was there, she heard the knocking, but she didn't answer the door. The lady that was in the house was extremely, extremely thin. Come out emaciated. She looked sickly. Very sickly. And very white, like a ghost. He never saw in the United States a person that should look so sick. And the whole time that they're in the apartment, he says to, to this robe, you must not speak above a whisper. You can't speak anything above a whisper. Well, they're talking a little bit. He asked him about his brother, about my brother, what does my brother do, and this and that, and this. And the robe asked him, what do you do here? What do you do for a job? to this rub because he didn't understand why we have to tiptoe in him. He didn't understand why the neighbor never sees him. He didn't understand why we got a whisper. He didn't understand why this lady looks half sick. She, all these things are very spooky, but it's Russia, Russia. But while they're talking, the rub hears behind the curtain or behind the drape the noise. It's getting too much for his nerves. Everything's going to whisper. And everything's spooky. He can't understand anything what's going on. But he tries to act very normal. But he, he, couldn't, he couldn't stop hearing the noise behind the curtain, behind the drapes. He, he, he didn't know what to think. Secret police. The kids say he may believe that he doesn't hear it. All of a sudden, out of the clear blue sky, in a whisper, he hears. In Yiddish. Not there. He said in a whisper. Can Could I come out? And the father says yes. From out of the curtain comes a kid, nine years old. He was wearing a talus cotton and payas, and on his face was a big smile. Extremely, extremely sickly looking. His his color was mamish white like a ghost. Mamish a ghost. He says in the Gans United States he never saw such a thing. Not what like the lady looks like, and not what the kid looks like. Mamish like ghosts. He tried to make believe that he's not the 
shocked from the sight of the kid. Gave him Sholem. And the father of the kid says to the kid, this person is a rub from America. And he knows your uncle in America. Anyway, the rub asked the kid, you go to school? He wanted to start a conversation. He wanted to be sociable. So what's correct when I came to nine Because the mother 
And the kid, since the kid was born, never walked outside. The mother didn't walk outside because she was afraid to leave the kid alone. And the kid never walked outside because they have to hide the fact that he's alive, that he exists. The kid never had a bris because they're waiting to not to arouse any suspicion. Usually a bris they couldn't, they didn't find any opportunity, and the kid is nine years old. They did not find any opportunity that the kid should have a bris milah. They're still trying to figure out a plan. The father said to the rope, so they could have a bris The reason why he stopped writing his brother ten years ago, ten years ago, his wife became pregnant with this kid. And he was afraid. He might forget for a second and write something in the letter that his wife is pregnant or that the kid was born. Because everything there is censored. They laid an alibi, even if they want, they can take any letter and read it before it goes out. So he was afraid that it would come out that this child is born. And if he's born, so they'll, they'll take him away from the parents, they'll kill the parents, and they'll force him to go to school. So they put, their, so they put themselves in a massive of Sarkona. It's already 10 years, 9 years, over 10. It's come out 10 years. Say, from the time of the pregnancy till now, 10 years. That they're living in this type of Mesiras Nefesh. In order that a kid should have a Chinuch of a Yid, the father, who's not a big Talmud Chacham, learns with him. With whatever else a child has to teach. So when the uh, when the rov finished his visit with this uh, with his family, he walked outside and he says he never cried as much as he cried then. He says it's Never, never really learned yeshivas. Never became, never had a real Zavaldika background. Nishtan Beis Yaakov, Nishtan Yeshiva, Mizol Zachemoyz, the Nefesh died to such a degree to to Kedera. The kid shouldn't be exposed to Kfiro Minus and and on Azei on Azei Vil Azei Vil them kids. And he says that he can say the mund. You know, whenever he met American people, whenever I make an appeal. Whenever he met, met Bnei Teva, he says he always said over this Meisah. He says, how could a person krechts on the shvel to give him gelt or a Bnei Teva sometimes krechts that it's shvel to sign a Bnei Teva? He says, he says after he told him the Meisah with this kid in Russia, he says it's Aropals. How could your krechts? How could your problems? How could your little problems compare? To this Gavaldic and Mesiras Nefesh of this family in Russia. And the embassies, there are many mice like this. Later, when I met this Rob, he told me that somehow the kid got out. Because the kid got out, the family got Rashus to leave to Israel, to Haratis Israel. And somehow they smuggled the kid out in a, in a valise. How, what, when, and how, he doesn't understand. He can't understand how in the world they got him out that people shouldn't know. There was a kid. 
He doesn't understand. They didn't tell him. But he met the brother in Eretz Yisrael. He met this guy in Eretz Yisrael. And when he met him in Eretz Yisrael, it was after the Bar Mitzvah. The kid was Bar Mitzvah in Eretz Yisrael. When I said over this mice, I told over this mice. So he told me a different advice. He said, that he knows, of, uh, he knows this mice of Chlor firsthand, even though he wasn't in Russia. But he knows Chlor, the facts are 100% true. He says once, with that cloud, it's come out never shy Russia It's not that you should know that in, in, in Russia is Memoisa Nefesh Abyssal underground to Mekayim Zayt Tehram. 
The purpose of such a vice is that uh, you think that if you face that if you get supper late or you get malab malka late or you get a lousy lunch one day or something like that or a chicken is too tough to chew or nachaz al kabob maizis or a turkey doesn't taste good so do main stuff that doesn't die misirat nefesh because maiz and nefesh give you a patera for a nefesh but you should all be ashamed if they're hearing such maizis but the tracks when they kiss that crap Everybody knows that in Israel, there's a big Baal Shuvah movement going on. 
lot of people are coming close, coming to Yiddishkeit. And in Israel, those that don't know, there are many, many people that are three Jairus in Israel. Well, all three Jairus were Mamish, had no shaykhs whatsoever with Yiddishkeit. Not only had no shaykhs, but many of the Zaydis of these kids were the most violent, anti-Yiddishkeit people that there ever were. And somehow, the Rebishter Hotline has his plan before Mashiach comes, which is a mamish around the corner. Shadav Zayd of all the Tzia and Goyel, Uloshove Pesher Biakov. Shetach has Venvet Mashiach Kumer. Uloshove Pesher Biakov, and there's the people of Christ who are going to do tshuvas. Now you have to understand that it doesn't mean that everybody's going to do tshuva. When Mashiach comes, everybody's going to do tshuva. It's Bob Meisters. Right now, in the United States, the Census Bureau this past year proved that the uh, Jewish population in the United States reached zero population. Was made this, was made this zero population. Was made this developed. Every year there are people that die, and every year there are people that are born. So usually the people that are born are more than the people that die. So every group of people in the United States grows at some percentage. 1%, 2%, 10%, 15%. So the Jewish population in the United States reached zero. I'm going to reach zero. We can die. Because there are so many people. I think it's the statistics are three out of five Jewish marriages are with a shiksa. So it comes out, if a Jew marries a shik, so what happens to his kids? The chayziyah. So, and people die, and people are So if you take everything into consideration, the Jewish population reached zero, which means that last year, there was no more Jews than there were before. And slowly but surely, it's going to become a negative population, which means that there'll be less Less Jews in the United States than the year before. We can't decide because of the Gemishter Hasanah. So, come to us some modern phenomena. On one hand, there's, there's, there's in the United States and in Eretz Israel and in other places, and even in Russia, like the, the person that spoke for Ezra Sachin, those that understood him. When, when he spoke with that young guy, he spoke about 3,000, I think he said, 3,000 intellectual Bali Chuvah. 3,000 young Balichuv in Russia that went to school, went to colleges. So around the world, even in Russia, in the United States and in America, and in the United States, there's a Balichuv awakening. And amongst these are Balichuv Yeshiva, New York, the Balichuv Yeshiva, on the other hand, Never happened like this in the history of Christ. That Roy of, Jew, of Jewish Hassan is of which you can never happen. In the history of the of 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 of
young people that were asked whether you'd rather be born a Jew or a Goy, said they'd rather be born a Goy. He's an Israeli-born citizen. Savalous. Why would you rather be born a Goy? Because uh, there's no advantages of being a Jew. And for him, there's only concern as being a Jew. He's always prosecuted, persecuted in Al-Sultachan, in Al-Sultachan, in Al-Sultachan, in what do we have from it? Nothing. And all we suffer is that the Arabs hate us, and this one hates us, and hates us, and Russia they hate us, and this one hates us. So for faith of this shocked everybody in Israel when this when these results were were made public. Because even the Friday, the whole basis for Zionism, Zionism, the whole basis for Zionism was the feeling we'll have our own country, we'll be proud of our own country, we'll be proud of our own land, we'll have nationalistic Rent 
out that these rooms rent out for that week. And it's going to be very cheap, half the price that it normally would cost. Three meals a day. And there'll be babysitting service all day. There's swimming, there's this, there's horseback riding. How's this available? There's tennis, there's houses without permanent publication. They're going to provide. But on one condition, that they should be marutza, they should be agreed to listen to some drushes. Drushes about Yiddish guys, about, about Zainai Yiddish. So they knew what they're getting into the Chatzila. But Zainai, you know, it's a vacation. It wasn't our people's worship. The Bible don't drop our vacation. And it's going to cost half of what it normally would cost. And a lot of people go for it. People that normally wouldn't be able to afford it. And what they do is during this week, they bring every day different levels of speakers. In the beginning, they have no people there with fear, no Puma Yidin there, no real Puma Yidin. Everybody looks for them. And they, people, different people are sort of having yamas, but there's different people address them. And there's no conditions, no prior conditions. They don't have to wear yamas. They don't have to, the, the ladies to wear pants. No conditions whatsoever. No conditions whatsoever. Whatever you want, that's what you can do. But you have to agree to listen to some of the And they bring good speakers to come. And as the days go on, it's only one week. And as the days go on, they get uh, a more former type of speakers, uh, then more former type of speakers. And then they bring down these big comedians that became Bali Tuva, who are famous all over the world, and they address them, other types of speakers. And their rate of success is developing. In one week's time, they take most of these people, intellectual people, engineers, doctors, dentists, lawyers, they take people who have no charge of whatsoever with Yiddish Christ, and in a week's time, Kamat, 90%, which the greatest, agree to become familiar. Now, at the end of, at the end of the, uh, at the end of everything, they have former Bali Shuva, like from Othamea, from yeshivas that I recognize it as well, by the yeshivas that are in existence a long time already. And these people come and tell over to these new people how they themselves became by And these sessions make a tremendous bearing on, on, on the, the new group, the fresh group that just came to the seminary, what they're called, or the Venom Bali I'll just tell you over one or two nights. Of uh, people that are becoming by the children out this world. Shin Bet. What's my name? Shin Bet? Sheirut Bitachot. It's a 
means uh, secret service or uh, security service, whatever you want to call it, translated literally. And this person was on a mission for the uh, government in the United States. He was traveling with his wife and three kids, two boys and a girl. And they were traveling in a rainstorm in the United States. And the rain was so schrecklach that you couldn't see the highway anymore. You couldn't see the road anymore. It was impossible to see the road. And the car veered off the road and fell down a cliff. Well, three or four levels of this cliff. And they ended up in the second level of the cliff. In a very precarious massive. The station wagon was, it was a station wagon they were driving in. It, was, it landed on its side. And if it would go an inch or two more, it would fall down another level of the cliff. That's how it landed. Kids are Meister. Everybody is there. The lady out there front of me, the one that said over to Meister. She was like in a massive of shock a little bit for Sefer. But uh, she got out of the car to assess the situation and she saw what happened. She saw that if the car moves a drop more, they go down by them. The two oldest kids who were boys got out of the car without opening up the doors of the car. They climbed out very gently from the window so that they shouldn't have to open the door and close the door, whatever. But the opening and closing of the door can cause the car to fall down right. Who's mamish on its side? Kitaramaisa, she takes out the two boys who were around there, seven and nine, I think it was. And uh, she was afraid that they'll, she'll let them walk around here to fall right down the cliff. The I couldn't see anything. Anyway, it was pouring shrekla. So she takes the two kids, the two boys, and she runs back with them. She goes fast with them back to a tree further away from the place where the car is so that they should be in a safe place, a relatively safe place. And she told them, under no circumstance, no matter what happens, should they leave from this tree. They shouldn't walk away from this tree. She runs back to the car to see what's with the maidler, the two-year-old kid, and uh, the kid was pulling for her, and she just didn't know how to get around her. But she's afraid to open the door. Because he opened the door with the kid, the chavun, to found the gun to car and go down an embankment. The kid, she says, she doesn't know exactly how the kid came out, but somehow the kid climbed out through the window without too much difficulty. She doesn't know yet. She can't figure out what she did. But somehow she got the kid. And she swept the kid out of the window of the car. And uh, she put that girl also together with the other two brothers, with her two brothers by the tree, told her she shouldn't go away. She runs back to the car, and there was McKenna on her husband. The husband is sitting in the driver's seat, and she calls him, and he doesn't answer. She didn't know if he's dead, if he's not dead, uh, maybe he's in shock, maybe he's in a coma, maybe he's in a Meanwhile, during all this, while she's trying to assess the situation with her husband, the three kids of us that are by the tree all of a sudden start calling out, Abba! So she couldn't understand whether they're calling out, Abba, Abba is over here in the car, or half dead, or dead. And they go an apple over there by the tree, so she runs back to the tree to see what's doing. And she sees that another man, somehow there was another accident, and another car fell off the cliff. But it's not where they are, further up. Not as low as they fell, 
Brother Uncle Wang Lung told me the following. He said that he went once also to these seminars to speak. They invited him. First they told him, you can just come to see what's doing there. You don't have to speak. But they wanted him to speak. So they figured that I'll become so enthused about it that I want to speak. So he spoke. But he said the following. He said he traveled to one of these seminars with this guy by the name of this guy. His name is Uri Zohar. Like the food of the army, 
Kind of gain to the Navy, understood. And that's the right. And he figures, us, us can't buy. He's working for the same United States government. He's working for the same principle, the same force. So Avada, he's called a deserter. Avada, they'll, they'll, they'll court martial him. Uh, either they'll shoot him or they'll put him in jail for the rest of his life. Aye, what's this? A deserter is a deserter. You have to know what's my plot. Find plot to give him the down there. Proper plot with him down there. The other guy's place is in the Navy, and they're blabbing in the Navy. When I say this, I cry his throat. And cry his throat, there's also an army and a navy and an air force and marines and other blah, blah, blah. I don't know what's the name of our, what he's called, our division. It's certainly not called Tivis, I said, so let's not mention that. It doesn't mean that's what it is, but other kids. In other words, what you have to understand is the following. Unser Taylor, what you're learning, has a great Ashkelon to know. And it's not only that Taylor of the one that knows the best along this or knows the shit of best. It's the Taylor of the one that's most omel in Taylor. That's who's doing it the most. The Taylor of the one that's most omel, the one that harvests the most, this Taylor sees of Gantan and Rosie. The amalus of the Taylor is the most key ingredient, the most important ingredient that there is in Taylor. The Rebbe is not interested that you should know Kola Taylor Kula and that the Rosunish is not good to talk. 
ברגע שהעביר לה את המנטו כסדר זין העונר בתירא. המנטו צריך להיות כסדר עונר בתירא. זאת אומרת, זה מסתיר בתירא, זה מסתיר בתירא, זה מסתיר בתירא, זה מסתיר בתירא, זה מסתיר בתירא. אני אומר, אתה יכול לראות פוטוגרפית ממורית. So the one that's on there, his code is most cautious. And really the truth of the matter is that in every class and in every yeshiva, it's yechidim that hold the yeshiva going. It's yechidim, yechidim. Because the Yisena and Abu, the majority of Bokram are not on the Yisadapsa Zan. Then it's Yisadapsa Zan. And the object of every Bentayda is somehow to be awakened and understand that this is no multi-business. Mahalchim by the Shvel, well, managed by the threshold of Mashiach. Things are happening all around us. Salatoyim and Salatah. To manage equal to the Mashiach. And the only way to save yourself is to be able to compare and develop Kassori. This is the Chavit Chaim, Amor Gizok. That people come to him to save them. They asked him to eat it. There were different troubled times in the times of the Chavit Chaim. Thousands upon thousands of people flocked to the Chavit Chaim to ask him to eat it. It wasn't all tough. And once he said, he can never say in Sanhedrin, that the Talmud of Abel Ezra go to, what should they do? What should a person do? Not what should they do. What should a person do to save himself from the Chavit Chaim? What will our men tell us in the Chavit Chaim? And he said, you have to go tell the men of Chavit Chaim. You have to be oisik, and of course the word oisik doesn't mean to learn. Oisik means more than learn. Oisik means to occupy yourself and to be omnial in it. And that's when I rhyme again. And Taylor and Yunus Nassoli. So the Chavit Chaim says, if you'll take, you'll bring here, the Chavit Chaim says, there's only going, with the Nisibis, with the Ptoys, with the Tamsefer, and you'll gather them together in a room. And then you'll gather together all the Rishonim that we know of. The Rambam, the Rambam, the Rajam, the Rambam, the Rambam, the Rambam, all the Rishonim of the Rishonim from this. The Balayatis, the Rashis. And you'll take together with them the Rabon and Tavaroi, the Goenim, the different Kufis. And all the Amaroyim. And all the Tanoim. And you'll put them all together in a big gigantic hall. With one Tachlis. They should figure out what to do to the Rashis here from the Chavay Mashiach. What did you do to save yourself from some of that are going to exist in the times of Mashiach? In the time right before Mashiach has come. He says, there's no way that they can come up with a better Asa or a different Asa than what Abu Raza Agodo says. And what did he say? I'm going to write an Asa from Taylor Gomez So he says, what villains they? What do they want from you spoil made? Meaning himself. What do they want from me? If all the Tanoim and Amalekim and Amalekim and Amalekim and Amalekim would be gathered together in one big gigantic room for an Asa, what can do for the Torahs that are going to exist before we see our clothes? No one would be able to give a different Asa. So how could they expect me, Israel Meir? He is no Yegev and Amalekim and Asa. And he gave a crack. He said, what's that saying to me? Why don't people understand? 
Because there's only one chance to save yourself and to save your family and to save Christ's love, and that's the grace that can tell the Lord. Now, don't think this is another thing that says the grace that can tell the Lord. So, sure. So, they're closing the world. I wouldn't get in trouble. That's what I got to tell And he said, that's right to you, deserve Thank God is up. Thank God is up. Two hundred thank God. There was Kenny Browning. There was some tough questions. No, God. Mr. Meister, you know, so listen that you have a responsible job upon your you shoulders. You can't say, who am I? I'm just one bocha and one sister, and there's so many other machines, and there's Philadelphia, and there's Lakewood, and there's Mir, and there's Serebadash, and there's Khan Berlin, and there's Bend, and there's Lewis, and there's all kinds of places, and there's other countries, and there's England, and there's Gateshead, and there's Manchester. You can't think like that. Because even if you Make a husband of all the Bnei Teir, I told you. All the Bnei Teir, you can put it together in a computer and figure out the percentage of time gone. It's a Shrek. It's Shrek. It's a Shrek. And you are not an insignificant part of the Teir of Christ, bro. You have a tremendous, tremendous surprise. And if you realize that a little bit, as of dear, lips are here to die, my own and you are on the front. You're on the Abyss's army and you're on the front. And you got Sitten. You're the one that has to shoot Kinegi the Tum in the world and the Sidrak in the world. And you got help in Dalekshuva in New Mexico by your wedding Taylor. And your wedding Taylor can make a Taylor of Shuva and Alex Israel and Russia or the Khlaish in Timbuktu. So once you realize that and you have a single errantness about you, you're a little bit curious about it, but the Latin on it. The davening, the davening. If, if you don't daven with a seriousness, you just can't learn with a seriousness. And, and the whole day is shot. There's no look uh, there's no nothing. You can't start off the day by coming into Boracle. You mean the seventh? What happened to long day? You'll see from experience. You won't find when they say that 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 will not free us without davening. The Muslims have the Yerushalayim, and the Alabays in Yerushalayim is without davening. And when I say without davening, it's not just a sermon, where I buy some loymeh, without listening to what I'm If you don't know what you're davening, what you're davening to my glory, and you don't know what you're davening, and what you're davening is the Rochus of our Torah. As the Gorgon, you're not yet to the Spirit, you're not Machavim, you're not Machavim, you're not and the only way you're not going to become part of that Mrs. Anoshimulumoda route for the next 70 years is by to say the being Mahadijan. You have to learn, I don't care who's going to tell you Fakir, and no one's going to tell you Fakir, but I'm telling you now it's the Ikah. You gotta know what you're davening. You can't davening and chuckling on this wisdom of Torah. It's a chafek. It's a chafek of Hashem. You gotta know what you're davening. It's a chafek of Hashem. 
a kid should be able to go through four years, eight years in elementary school, four years in high school, four years in business, and I said, what's my lake? And I said, what's my dog? And I said, the best of both my lake? And I said, what's my customer? And you didn't get once learned, uh, at least the mitzvahs that I'm a gay of his manager. At least the place is safe, but our mitzvahs are kosher for COVID. Oh, mitzvahs that I'm a gay of his manager. Forget about the Hariyah mitzvahs. At least those mitzvahs that I'm a gay of his manager. Oh, I... Take the Talbachim, take the, in the back of the Avot, this is Mutra. There's a Kitzah Seifa Haredah. A Kitzah of the Seifa Haredah, he wrote a big Seifa, so there's a Kitzah of the Seifa Haredah that the Chayodim wrote for those things you're going to give as one of them. At least, you'll know the basics. Or one Sifa day, Kitzah Sifa Nora, one of the slides. The code of Jewish law, printed in English, in Spanish, in Yiddish, in Hebrew. Once if a day, if you would learn that on your own, so at least when someone will say that there's a halacha, that you can't do this and you can't do that, it won't be so strange. At least you'll know something about it. You're not going to learn so much, but at least ever get in the distance. So do I have that It's unbelievable that my gosh, I don't want to say any cases because some of the bachim will be in the booth. But some bachim banish. I mean, they'll know that I mean them, they'll come back like a beast. But some of them are such a massive manage, they don't know simple things which are written in this text. I'm just telling you elevation, and the reason why all this is because I'm not serious about being the year. Because most of, most, most of us, the rest of you, you're a year because you were trained to be a year from the time that you were born, basically. So you're so automatic. But you're not really serious. And the only time that you'll be serious is if you stop this automatic living and you'll take upon yourself things on your own, that's where the ikka test is. The ikka test of whether you're an elephant or not an elephant is, what are you doing for yourself to make yourself an elephant? That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. So if you're here in Russia, in Russia, in Russia, they keep a kid in a house for nine years, the kid never saw sunlight. This guy was come out the only person that he saw other than his mother and father. Except what he sits through the window sometimes, when I was out, that he saw people walking in the street. People have my son ever, the adults in Ibn Gaus, the Mexicans and the Mekans are missing. These people are down in Bali Shuba, and the Gaus, so they say, when we down there, tried down in Bali Shuba, so what's going to be, Rahman al-Islam could be the following. When the Shia comes, we're going to miss the boat. You know who's going to make it? All these guys, all these left field guys, the Balichuva from Hellasiphone, the Balichuva from Russia, and the Balichuva here, the Balichuva Dolphin, those are the guys that are doing things with Amulus, with Aishadulus, with Aishadulus, with Aishadulus, when they govern in Mitzrayim. When they say, Fahlon of Mitzrayim, they govern in Mitzrayim. And we, so what could happen, Achman of the is our Elam When the Shia comes, we're going to be the guys that ain't going to make it. And all these left field guys that we look down on are the ones that are going to make it. Don't miss. That's what could happen. And I'm, I'm not telling you on my own, a lot of Tibetan said that. A lot of Tibetan that are living today said, they're they, who's the ones that are going to be in the Kabul for the Shia? And who's the ones that are going to make it? Who's the ones that are not going to make it? We do. With our smug attitude, that since we learn these we're the ones that are going to make it. Firstly, if you get an olive on the big B, 
Ik ben aan de maar ik heb het gehad voor jou. En dat is zachter. En twee zachter boel, je hebt nou zachter gehad. Je hebt zachter gehad gewonnen. Toen we mee willen, de zachter van jou is ook een meisje, ze niet zo'n meisje. De meisje is dus dat ze een eigen ding zou zijn. Maar de zachter van jou meisje is dus, het zal ooit komen naar zo'n meisje. Elke persoon heeft het dan wat terug. De daden in de blauwing, de transmissies, ze hebben ook de machadeeren, ze hebben ook de hebben zelf Everybody takes the minutes, maar gaat very likely here, not everybody, but most people. Je daar zijn één, ze hebben de minutes van de tweede. En we hopen, aan het commissarium daar een beetje, dat we even, 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 even